This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Ezold. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Ezold from First Guarantee Financial. Thanks for joining us. And if you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 480-284-6393, or you can even reach us toll-free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Now, way back during the 2020 presidential campaign, we heard a lot about plans for COVID-19 vaccine development and distribution as well as cautious plans for a return to quote-unquote normal life, and with good reason. After all, the pandemic has been the dominant issue throughout the world for nearly a year and a half now. Yet, despite the pandemic's outsized importance, there are other pressing political issues that have to be addressed. Accordingly, President Biden's tax plan proposal is probably the biggest political and economic issue we're likely to see for at least the next several months. On today's show, we're going to spend some time breaking down the plan and most importantly, how it may impact you, your wallet, and your overall financial strategy. But before we begin peeling back the details of the Biden tax plan, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Hey, great to be here with you today, Aaron. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, You know, we have to talk about this. I mean, we've talked about this once in the past when it was just a distant thing on the horizon. Uh, But I'm glad we're revisiting this because, you know, the tax plan moving forward, obviously things are going to change and um, probably not for the better for a lot of people. Taxes will go up. Inflation is going up. Taxes will probably be going up. So we need to look at uh, the tax plan as it's proposed. So I'm, I'm glad we're doing this one. I've been great. I've had a great uh, month so far. I love fall. I love October. Had a good Halloween. Um, got together with the neighbors, handed out candy. So that's always fun. How about you? Have you been busy? Speaking of which, I don't know if it happened up in your neck of the woods, but down here, no, that, it not was a the, lot of trick-or-treaters. Yeah, it was the same here. trunk or same treat. Here. Not, we didn't have as many this year. So, yeah. And now we're in November headed toward Thanksgiving. So crazy times. Uh, you know, life moves pretty fast <laughs> these days, at least for me. Uh, probably not for you. You're young yet. You're young Said yet, it all when right? you said it right there. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I'm catching up to you. Very All right. Fast, well, though. you know, I mean, obviously uh, the word taxes is enough to stop people in our tracks. Uh, are they going to go up? Uh, tax policy is something that affects all of us, whether directly or indirectly. So I think talking about uh, the Biden administration's tax plan and what they're trying to do uh, is going to make for a good show today. 
I agree. And right off the bat, I'll note that we're going to take a high-level approach to how we talk about the plan today. We'll get into its major elements and talk about them in broad terms. As you listen, if you hear something that you think may have a significant or direct impact on you, I'd recommend jotting it down and reaching out to a tax professional to discuss it further. Yeah, that's always a good idea. You have to talk to your CPA. You have to work with a financial services professional also who's going to look at the big picture. And that's where you come in. And I know that you. this is something you help your clients do is minimize that tax burden, but even better, have a plan for future taxes. And uh, yeah, that's, you know, you can rest assured that uh, you're working to make sure people completely understand their plans, finer points. So what do you have for us first regarding this? All right. Well, the details we're sharing today are referenced in an interesting Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan. And before we really get rolling, I want to emphasize that right now the Biden tax plan is just that, a plan. It will be debated, negotiated, and changed. After that, it will need to pass through both the House and the Senate. And then after all of that, Biden will be able to sign it into law. So long story short, at this point, we do not know which parts of the plan will make it into the final bill. The plan's first significant component that the article addresses is the proposal to restore higher tax rates and the alternative minimum tax. Biden's plan would repeal the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. That means the top individual federal income tax rate would return to 396 from its current 37%, and the corporate rate would jump back to 28% from its current 21%. Wow. Okay. So uh, they're proposing uh, a lot here, and uh, it can get complicated. What does this mean for the average person? Great question. For people with incomes of $400,000 or more, itemized deductions would be capped at 28%, instead of the percentage tax rate that applies at higher tax brackets. Rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below $400,000 wouldn't face increases. Okay, Uh, and I'm sure the notion that incomes below $400,000 won't be impacted by a rate increase is a huge relief to a lot of our listeners and to myself, but give us a little more information about what might happen to those with incomes that are at $400,000 or more. Okay. Well, taxpayers whose income is more than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. Also, the so-called carried interest loophole, which is claimed by numerous private equity and hedge fund managers, would vanish. If you're not familiar, what this refers to is fund managers paying capital gains tax rates, which are currently 20% rather than ordinary income rates on their carried interest. It allows them to continue high fixed rate participations in their fund's profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But that would no longer be possible if the plan passes. Yeah, it'll as be interesting written. to see what they come up with. And I think that's a, a good breakdown. So uh, what does this uh, proposed tax plan have to say about corporations? Well, the corporate rate would jump to 28% from the current 21% as we noted a few moments ago. In an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, 
all corporations would be subject to a 15% alternative minimum tax on profits of $100 million or more. Corporations would be on the hook for the regular tax or the alternative minimum tax, whichever is greater. Additionally, the Biden tax plan would also go after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investment in infrastructure, green energy, transportation, and manufacturing. It would also boost taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% on global intangible low-taxed income. At this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these tax changes may have on corporate stock valuations and accordingly, the value of stock portfolios and retirement savings. Now, we avoid getting too deep into investments and the market on our show because we don't have enough time to discuss all of the nuances. But if you think your investments may be affected by the Biden plan, I'd urge you to get together with a financial services professional. Well, yeah, that's always the key right there. And I think this has been a great show so far. But speaking about getting together with a financial services professional, I happen to know one. Uh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. how can our listeners uh, get a hold of you, Aaron? A couple ways. You can uh, reach out to me locally here in the Phoenix area, 480-284-6393, or toll-free at 866-393-7799. You can also email me at my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All right. And it's been a great show so far of Arizona Financial Talk. Uh, Aaron, how would you like to kick off this next segment? Well, the next piece of great info the Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan addresses is benefits for both individuals and families. But before we get into that, I want to remind everyone that the Biden tax plan is still just a proposal, needs to be debated in Congress, negotiated and likely changed to some degree before it lands on President Biden's desk for his signature. Now, as for benefits for individuals and families, the plan has some interesting nuggets. The plan touts new and reworked tax benefits for working families, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than simple tax deductions. This part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with similar savings that current deductions often provide to higher earners. Interesting. That's a good thing. Yeah. So that's one positive. Uh, And obviously making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is, again, a a reason you need to look at this and be aware and work with somebody like yourself, Aaron. I mean, I'm not a tax preparer, but I do believe that the American tax system is an absolute mess. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, you have to have a partner to help you through it. And, you know, a lot of people think, well, I, I have a CPA or the person that does my taxes. And that's good. That's important. You have to work with a, a CPA on your taxes, but they typically look back at the past year and they're not looking forward uh, to your investments or retirement. So that's where a financial services professional comes in. And I think uh, that's the smart play there. I couldn't agree more with you, Tony. That's uh, excellent information there. Uh, As for the Biden tax plan, it provides two credits that are focused on children. First, it would expand eligibility for the child and dependent care tax credit to provide up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income working families. Now, currently, the maximum for the credit is $3,000 the proposed plan would cap the credit at $16,000 for multiple dependents. Second, 
under the Biden tax plan, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable and grow from $2,000 to $3,000 per child for kids between the ages of 6 and 17. Additionally, it would provide a $3,600 per child credit for kids under the age of 6. Yeah, and that certainly sounds like good news for listeners with little ones still at home, but uh, you know somebody's going to have to pay for this and taxes are going to have to go up somewhere. So uh, what about our favorite subject, retirement? What does the Biden plan say about uh, retirement or retirees? Mm-hmm. Well, quite a bit, actually. Uh, one substitution of a tax credit for a deduction that current law allows does apply to retirement savings. The Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for con- contributions to 401ks and other retirement plans across the entire income spectrum. Now, depending on the proposal's finer details, which aren't currently known, there could be a substantial impact for high earners. Specifically, if the potential revision to 401k contributions offered a taxpayer with a marginal tax rate of 35% to a 20% tax credit rather than the present deduction, the tax savings for the current maximum yearly contribution of $19,500 would drop from $6,852 to $3,900. Interesting. So they're changing a lot of these numbers on us. And, you know, the bottom line is, is, you know, each person's situation is different. So how this impacts you is going to vary. Um, I've heard the Biden plan also addresses health insurance costs, which is going to be another big area of interest for a lot of listeners. Tell us about that. Well, the Biden proposal calls for increased access to health insurance. As written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits to those who purchase long-term care insurance plans. So if the version of this plan that President Biden eventually signs into law includes tax benefits for long-term care insurance, it may be a great idea to work with a financial services professional to find something that fits your needs. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see if that makes it in. That could be a, a big one. And and so far, it seems like the proposed plan has a wide net that is seeking to offer up some benefits to certain people, at least. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's an apt observation, Tony. The Biden plan also includes a credit for first-time homebuyers, to encourage wealth accumulation through home ownership. The plan would reinstate the first-time homebuyer tax credit that was originally designed to stabilize housing during the Great Recession last decade. Uh, The credit would provide as much as $15,000 for a first-time home purchase. Now, it would be both refundable and advanceable at the time of purchase rather than making the purchaser wait until they filed their taxes. Now, I took advantage of that uh, first-time homebuyer credit uh, 10 years ago when it was only $8,000. So $15,000 sounds a lot better. Yeah. I think when we did it, yeah, it wasn't quite that much. It might've even been five or six, but yes, uh, it's been a long time since my wife and I took advantage of that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But a first time home buyer credit, that's really helpful. And that could be a big boost to younger Americans. That's right. As could the proposed tax plans, student debt help. The plan would provide tax relief for those with student loan debt. It would also offer some more robust forgiveness and deferral rules. 
currently loan forgiveness must be reported as income, but under the Biden plan, assistance would forgive the plan of a borrower's outstanding debt after 20 years without socking them with a tax liability. Yeah. So they'd forgive the balance of that outstanding debt after 20 years with no tax and then take away the tax liability on that. That's that would be helpful. And and student loan forgiveness may in and of itself be an issue that people want to keep an eye on because there are a lot of proposals floating around right now that seek to address that. Um, and uh, it's a big debate uh, once again in Congress and in Washington and in America for all of us. So uh, I, I'm keeping my eye on that one. Definitely. Well, it doesn't seem outlandish to think that much of what's in the Biden plan may well become law, but certainly not all of it will. So other student debt proposals making the rounds may prove to be more reasonable to lawmakers than what's in the president's proposal. Sure, sure. Well, uh, let's keep this going. I mean, during today's show, Aaron, you've been looking at this Biden tax plan and some of the ways that it can affect our finances and for years to come. And these kind of proposals are obviously incredibly dense, and I think you've done a good job of giving us a high-level breakdown. What do you have for us next? The Investopedia article explaining Biden's tax plan next addresses payroll and estate taxes, which is obviously a significant area of interest for many of our listeners. In 2020, the Social Security payroll tax is 6.2%, for both employer and employee on salaries up to the contribution limit of 142800 for 2021. For the self-employed, the Social Security tax is 12.4% of net profits. The Biden plan would implement an additional Social Security payroll tax of 6.2% for both the employer and employee on income of $400,000 or more. The plan doesn't call for additional Social Security taxes on salaries between 142000 and 399000 So, wow, okay. I think that's going to be a tough sell. <laughs> I doubt that one will make it through, but you never know. Uh, and that covers payroll taxes. Uh, what about estate taxes? Does the uh, Biden plan uh, include anything on estate taxes? I imagine it does. Well, the Biden plan encompasses two potential changes to the federal estate tax. First, it would slash the estate tax exemption by roughly 50% from its present level of $11.58 million in assets, which would place it back at its pre-Trump level. Uh, The article notes that tax experts think many very wealthy people already utilize tax planning strategies that reduce their estate tax bills and will continue to do so. So while the smaller exemption amount may result in more tax planning, an increase in revenue is likely to be nominal. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's interesting. So uh, you've really given us a lot of great information so far, and now we know a lot about uh, what they're thinking with this new tax plan. But I'm curious uh, how this compares and contrasts to the the tax plans of President Trump. So Biden's plan and Trump's plan they're very different, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's any great revelation to say that the philosophical differences between the Trump administration and the Biden administration are pretty big. So to put it (laughs) bluntly, President Biden is seeking to roll back several of the tax policies that President Trump advocated. Though not officially part of the Biden proposal, 
The article explains that numerous other changes are being considered, including repealing the limit on state and local tax deductions, an end to the real estate like-kind exchange benefit, incentives for domestic job creation, and a potential phase-out of deductions from pass-through vehicles like sub-S corporation, partnerships and trusts for people with incomes of $400,000 or more. Wow. Okay. So, and that makes sense, I guess. Uh, That's interesting. But from what you've explained throughout today's show, it seems like most of these potential changes, a lot of them, they're trying to say they're limited to just uh, to people who are making $400,000 or more. Is that right? That's right. If there's one clear theme running through the throughout the Biden tax plan, it's an emphasis on changes that benefit those making less than $400,000. That's not to say people who make less than that may not see ripple effects if the plan passes. Beyond that, the Biden plan would tax beyond that, the Biden plan would tax investment income for people whose income is more than 1 million at ordinary income rates. Implement higher social security and estate taxes on high earners and the wealthy. Drop the estate tax step up in basis and tax carried interest fund distributions at ordinary income rates. Wow, that was a mouthful. Yeah, that's a that's a mouthful, but it is it, it is important to understand. And I hope a lot of our listeners are going to be able to uh, take away some useful information today. But I can't get over this nagging feeling that a lot of people are out there probably saying, okay, I get all that, but are my taxes going to go up? Well, I think that kind of anxiety is more than reasonable, Tony. And the simplest way for me to answer that question is to say, it depends. Now, to know what the impact to you might be, your best bet may be to find a tax professional and a financial services professional who can help you look at your unique situation. All right. So, In the time we have left, how about a quick recap uh, on whose taxes would go up under this Biden plan? You got it. Under President Biden's proposal, taxes for corporations and for most people with incomes of $400,000 or more will go up. It would return to us the pre-2017 top marginal individual tax rate of 39.6% and swap out flat rate tax credits for some deductions. People with incomes greater than $1 million would pay the same rate on investment income as they do on wages. Equity and head fund managers would be subject to ordinary income rates on carried interests. Ah, yes. Okay. So uh, that makes perfect sense. And I think this has been a great show. Um, There's certainly a lot to digest here when it comes to the Biden tax plan, but As you noted earlier, it's likely a lot will change before it becomes law, but uh, I think taxes will go up in one way or another. Um, So we'll probably have to do an updated episode in the future once it's actually signed. Uh, What do you have for us before we go? Yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, work on an update as they come out, but we've covered a lot in this episode. So if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I'd encourage you to visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, or call my office at 480-284-6393, toll-free at 866-393-7799, to discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Sounds good. 
And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easelt at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799. Or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.